Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Flights of an 85 in the house for another week, guys. I am here for another week. My name is Ken Yan, aka Dutch Chocolate. You know who I am. You know who I am. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are we doing? Good. Outstanding. Outstanding, guys. We are here at Cedar Crest South here in Southeast Texas. It is a warm 80 degree day, probably about 80 degrees here in Southeast Texas, and I am feeling good. Carrie, are you ready to do this? I am. Fantastic. Guys, this is the show where I grab a couple news stories and we chop it up. I give my commentary, Carrie gives her commentary, and we chop it up, and it is just like that. Fantastic. Probably runtime about 35 minutes or so. We are going to have a good time here on Flight 785. So guys, at the very top of the show, I have to tell you I have what you call diplomatic immunity. And what does that mean? Carrie, I'm gonna defer to you. What does diplomatic immunity mean? To me or you? To me. To you. What does it mean to me? You feel like you are forgiven for anything you say or do. I wouldn't say forgiven. I will just say that don't get upset because I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers you feel right? like it's just a daily hall pass i don't know about that but what i <laughs> no will matter say, what comes out of your mouth what I, well what i will say is this i do have diplomatic immunity my thoughts may <laughs> ruffle some feathers okay but at the end of the day this podcast it's okay is, i'll take care of them at the end of the day this podcast <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute you're going to take care of me at the end of the day listeners oh. don't worry don't, don't worry he will be chastised he will be spoken to he will be he, he will get his his earful of why he should or should not have said this and how he was wrong well, I digress. But what I will tell you is diplomatic immunity is in full effect right now. It is in full effect. Hit me up on my socials, guys. Flight 785. It is just that easy there. When you go on your Instagram, you hit flight 785 and you will see me five foot nine caramel brown all year round. A Snickers candy bar complexion. Right, Carrie? Wouldn't you say that? Right. A Snickers candy bar complexion dutch chocolate that's just how we do it here on flight 785 but let's start it off let us start it off carrie what have we been up to uh it's been a nice weekend it's been a nice weekend we've been watching football the watching xfl football, that, game the xfl just the, enjoying the sunset is sunshine and driving around town trying right. new restaurants that's and, right Speaking of the XFL, we hit the Houston Roughnecks, my team, the Houston Roughnecks here in the XFL. We are doing well. We are doing very well here in the XFL. Houston is 6-3 and three right now, going to play for the South Division Championship against the Dirty Dallas, oh, check that, Arlington <laughs> Renegades. So we're going to see how that goes, but let's go Roughnecks. 
and uh, we met up with some friends or met some friends at the game. Lance and Sarah, they are they are probably in the seats uh, in the row ahead of us, but uh, good folks, good times, good times. But guys, we need to get this thing going. Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. So what we are going to talk about today, we are going to talk about a gentleman that had an issue. Well, not an issue, but his family had an issue with the family bank account. We're going to talk about a debate that a woman had with her and her partner. And we're also going to talk about an incident that happened on an airplane, Carrie. You know, there's always something crazy that happens on airplanes here or there. And then we also have someone that has an issue with the airlines. So that's what we have. And we also have learned something, right? What do we have yes. learned something? It's going to be some life hacks. And one of them has to do with the airlines. Okay, So fantastic. it'll tie into what you got going on. It's going to tie in. And guys, truth be told, I don't know the stories that or the the learn something that Carrie is going to do. And she definitely does not know the stories that I do, I do on the not. show. Until I am not I aware. Them, until I read them. <laughs> so it's spontaneity. And then we also have... My favorite portion of the show, which is called Abby is Not Right. And in that portion, we have an advice column and we decide if the advice giver is or is right, is or not right. So just settle in. Is or is not right. You know what I'm saying, guys. I didn't take my, yes, I didn't take my ginkgo bilboba this morning, guys. That's for memory and cognitive function. And so, you know, instead I had a uh, shot of. Sounds like a personal problem. Well, I had a, well, you know what? I had a shot of uh, Jack Daniels. (laughs) So the sounds like another personal problem. Well, you know what? The I will be high octane on this show. The Jack is kicking in, so it is going to be a fun time. I guarantee you. <laughs> Guys, you all know that I only fly first class on Spirit Airlines. Everyone knows that if you've been listening to the show, you know Spirit Airlines first class is the only way I fly. But they do not have a Spirit Airlines in South Africa. So this story comes out of South Africa. So here we go, Carrie. South African authorities are applauding a pilot, a pilot on one of these little small aircrafts for courage for safely landing an aircraft after feeling a venomous stowaway cobra slithering on his body mid-flight. Oh, hell no. Oh, goodness. Yes. At first. Surely it was in the luggage or. Oh, absolutely not. No, <laughs> absolutely not. He was flying one of these little, you know, like Cessna planes, right? So the pilot, Rudolph Ermasis, so it told, was not a, a scheduled guest. It was not. So <laughs> Rudolph Ermasis, who was the pilot, he told CNN he was piloting a small aircraft on Monday with four colleagues aboard when he felt a cold sensation underneath, around my shirt and hip area. Oh, my. George Sakai, what are you doing here, George? I don't need you here. Okay, get out of here. This is ridiculous. I don't know why George always shows up. But anyway, the pilot says, at first, I thought it was my water bottle leaking. And then I turned to my left, and I looked down, and I saw the head of the snake receding back underneath my seat. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I had a moment of stunned silence, he said. It was more as if my brain did not register what is going on, to be truly honest. It was a moment of disbelief, I think. Before departing on the first part of the day's multi-leg trip, the pilot said he heard from people at the airport that there was a Cape Cobra that was seeking refuge underneath our wing of the aircraft and had a suspicion that it had crawled into the engine cowling. A search of the plane turned up nothing, so we assumed the snake had gotten out and went on his merry way. But the snake was apparently in hiding and emerged mid-flight. 
The pilot told the passengers, informed air traffic controllers, he had a bit of a situation and landed the plane nearby. All five people on board emerged unscathed and the snake was found under the pilot's seat in a nice pretty little bundle. The snake was a large Cape Cobra, according to the South African Civil Aviation Authority. And, you know, they cited him, they cited the pilot for having, you know, impeccable bravery after landing. Oh, his I aircraft. thought you were going to say they cited him for landing somewhere. He oh, wasn't. No, no absolutely. To. No, no, no. <laughs> he remained calm in the face of a dangerous situation and managed to land the aircraft safely without any harm. Now, this is what I don't understand. Okay. okay. Local snake catchers were called to the plane after the landing, mm-hmm. but the pilot said the snake had disappeared. He and some engineers spent the next day, two days, pulling apart the aircraft, searching for the snake. They took out the seats, the carpet, the panels, basically everything in the aircraft that they could strip at that point, and unfortunately, they could not find the snake. <laughs> so I ask you. It's a ghost snake. What is going on here in South Africa? What is going on? Now tell me, if you were on a plane and you saw a Cape Cobra on the plane, what would you do? Grab it by its neck and hold it and have the, Let me the get co-pilot this strangle it. Let me get this straight. You're going to grab the snake. You're just going to grab it by its neck. With my left hand, of course. With your left hand. That's what you're, you're not going to flip out at all. You're not going to flip out at all. Yeah, I'm going to flip out, okay. but I'm going to have it in my hand. I see. And I would tell I, that co-pilot, ring its neck. Okay, okay, you know, we're, we're going to move on. I don't understand why these guys could not find the snake. I really yeah, don't understand weird. how he they could not. He must have an entrance and exit How path. they could, uh, you know what? <laughs> Memorized. <laughs> Let's talk about Oregon. Okay. Have you ever been to Oregon? Yes. You have. Do you know what the capital of Oregon is? Uh, Take a guess. Portland? Portland, Oregon? Uh, you'll be close, but it's not the capital Salem. of no. The capital of Oregon is, I believe, it's Mexico Mexico City. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's Mexico City. Eugene. Mexico City is the capital. No, of Oregon, I think but, it's Portland. No, I don't think so. I believe it's Mexico City, but I digress. So people were spotted roaming Interstate Five in Oregon for a few days after a man drained his family's bank account and threw the cash out of a speeding car onto the highway. Officials said that Colin Davis McCarthy, who's 38 years old, drained his family's shared bank account, totaling about $200,000, and then let it fly. The reason? He wanted to share the money with others, according to TV station KEZI. He wanted to start all over, huh? Engineer, what do you have to say about all this? Oh, hell no! (laughs) The problem is, now the family wants the money back. Because it's shared, they both have equal interest in the money, said Lieutenant Jim Andrews, who was of the police department. The Uh family said that even though the odds are long, they're asking everyone who found the cash to please return it to the Oregon State Police because the money is very much needed for the family. Ain't nobody got time for that. Meanwhile, people are still combing the highway in hopes of finding more and more of the money, even though police say it's all gone. Uh Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, Carrie. If you're driving down the highway and you see $200,000 in $100 bills just Did he let it fly or did he throw out the bag in the hole? I believe he just let it fly. Okay. He probably had all the cash and just as he was driving down the road, just threw out handfuls of cash. $200,000. So he has mental problems. No, this this is not... (laughs) 
No, this is not. Because if you're going to hand out cash, you should just hand out cash instead of letting it fly because then some of it could get lost. And then that's helping no one. What kind of sense does that make? I am not going to condone that you're saying that this gentleman has mental problems, okay? That's not what we're going to do here. Okay, but I, mean, I can't I, do that. Why don't you co-side. think about it for a minute? I can't co If you're going to throw out money to yes. try to help people, why throw it away? Why not well, he threw it on individually the hand it out? Well, it makes perfect the, sense because okay. if you're driving Do you want to know what I would do with $200,000 that I had to just give away? What would you do? I would go to the grocery stores. Yes. And I would look to see who is who needs help with their grocery bills and pay for their groceries. Okay, that's not what he wanted to do. What he wanted is he wanted people have money and he found the best way to do that was to drive down the highway throwing cash out. But they can't okay? get the money on the highway. They're driving and it's just blowing everywhere. That's something. stupid. That's driving, mental. If I'm on I-45 and I see, or well, check that, I won't say I-45 because that's a dangerous highway. If I am on the Grand Parkway. Any highway. And, some, and I see cash on the side of the road, tons of it, I'm going to pull over, put my hazards on. I'm going to get out of my 1998 Nissan Altima, and I'm going to get the cash. So you're going to put your car at risk and go and yourself at risk to go find the cash that you're going to have to give back to that family. No, I don't have to give it back. I don't have that. The family is asking to give it back. So is, that's this, the is this a diplomatic immunity no, no, uh, moment no, for no, you? This is the difference. Why, the, why the are fam- you writing? No, the family is asking <laughs> for the money. When you ask, you could say no. All right. The family is asking for the money. You would okay? give it back. I would not give anything back. <laughs> this, I would not give anything back. Diplomatic immunity. I would, I would have taken opportunity the money. for you. No, I would have taken the money. <laughs> I would have traded in. I would have traded, traded in. it in with the police no, I'd have, for a reward. No, what I would have done was I would a reward of what more money, right? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is ridiculous, Carrie. Good yes, citizenship you, you award. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Yes, I'm going to take, I know. I'm going Good to take the money. Yes, award. I'm going to take the money. I'm going to take it to the police and say I need a I need a reward <laughs> for the money that I'm turning to you. And they'll say a we'll give reward. you a plot. And you know what they're going to say to me? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Thank you, Rick James. <laughs> Thank you. They're going to call Rick no. James. Up, they're gonna say, they're gonna "Here's say, your plaque. They're it's gonna give a me good a plaque. citizen award. A good citizen award. What am I gonna do with that? Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Hang for it that. up in your garage. I'm gonna take that <laughs> money. I'm gonna trade in my 1998 Nissan Altima, and you know what I'm gonna buy? A 1999 Nissan Altima. <laughs> Good That's exactly you. what I'm going to do. This Good is ridiculous. For you. Absolutely just ridiculous. Just don't ask me to go to the dealership with you. How does this gentleman? How does this gentleman go back to his family after he's drained two hundred thousand dollars from the family? Obviously, easily since easily. So if since he made those choices, and then they're going to commit him. So they're not going to commit him. He has. There's no crime that has been committed here. Okay, you can't commit someone to a a psychological facility. Yes, you have to have a reason. He was psychologically off. You should not have let him take all that money out of our account, and they're going to commit him. That was a shared account, so he had uh, he had access to it. It I, I understand. So you can't just, you cannot just, guys, welcome to the Let's Commit People podcast starring Carrie. The Let's let's Commit People, okay? You don't agree with me, so I'm going to commit you. Is that what you're telling me? 
Is that what no, you're telling me, Carrie? If you don't agree with me, then I'll commit you. Catch me outside. How about that? You know what? We're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna have a serious talk after this podcast. We sure we're will. gonna have a serious talk. We sure. I don't, will. I don't like where things are going at all, <laughs> at all. But I digress. We need to move on. Can't wait. So we're going to move to a relationship issue, guys. This is not a relationship oh, podcast, no. but right. I feel that in my 29 years of life, I have you know a great understanding of relationships. I do believe I have a great you know understanding of relationships and how these things work. As long as so, you have diplomatic immunity. Well, you know that's just how it be sometimes. <laughs> it bees like that's not that. how relationships yeah. go. It bees like that sometimes. Okay, it bees like that. Sometimes, but I will tell you, here's the issue. So this woman says, how often you should be showering is a debate that rages on and nobody can seem to agree on the right answer. Some reckon you should be washing every single day, whereas others opt for alternate days and others controversially leave it longer. But what would you do if your partner only washed every three days? Would it be an issue for you? One woman thought it was, saying that her long-distance boyfriend came to visit, and it was eye-opening. She admitted to showering daily as he has oily skin, okay, mm-hmm. and an oily scalp, and mm-hmm. not showering is not an option. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this woman, she has oily skin, oily scalp, and so she showers. For her. For her. She yes. showers. Okay. Every day, daily, at least once. All right. Right. But the woman shared on Reddit. That she says, I have oily skin and scalp, and not showering is not an option, right? Mm-hmm. But her boyfriend, he showers every three days, which I find absolutely gross, but I haven't said anything. On the other hand, John has been very vocal, saying that showering daily is a waste of time and money and bad for the environment. Okay. Following? I'm following. He's been trying to convince me to shower every other day. I've tried to explain to him that based on my experience... Showering less is not an option for me, especially since I also bike to work every day. Mm. He's still not budging. He told me I could do a bird bath and leave the big shower for every other day. I still <laughs> refused. He called me an a-hole for not even considering <laughs> his option and is now sulking in my garden. Let me reset that. Lock the doors. He called me an a-hole for not even considering his option, and he is now sulking in my garden. Lock the doors. He said that he was shocked that she didn't care about the environment, saying she wasn't making an effort. So she was left wondering whether she was really in the wrong. In the comments, people were furious on the woman's behalf, wondering why he would have behaved in such a strange way. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, Carrie. Let she me ask you this. Let me let me break this. Down. What are you going to ask? Well, if your boyfriend now, this is your long distance boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Your long distance boyfriend comes into town, mm-hmm. and he says that you should be showering every three days and taking a bird bath mm-hmm. because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. What would your reaction be? And please, I need you to be as pacific as possible. You want me to be brutally honest? Though. I want you to be pacific. Yes, I think be very pacific. You should. He should keep his distance, stay a distance, and we will not be dating anymore. Because a, she could rebuttal him with. I'm sorry. I, hold on. I, hold on. Hold on. I went to 
<laughs> I went to public school. He could rebuttal. Oh, yes. my. George Sakai, dispute, what are you doing here? Dispute. You know what? I'm going to have a talk. We're going to dispute this disagreement. I like, she I like, should have came back like at him better. with. Oh <laughs> Please continue. She should have came at him with the fact that she rides her bike to and from work. Right. So she's saving uh, fumes from, you know, right, the carbon footprint. Yes. Right. Yes. She's saving the carbon f- footprint. You know, by riding her low, bike, lowering her carbon yes. footprint. Yes. So he would have to make his v- environmental choices: either the carbon footprint or the water. You have to make your choices. And if, you know, I don't know. I don't, I think three days is a lot not to go without showering for men. Right. So he probably does not smell the most pleasant. So she needs to just let him go. So for the sake of helping everyone out, just lock him out. No. Leave him outside. For the he sa- can find his way back to his distance, no. distant for, home. For the for the sake of helping everyone out, okay. Let's let's yes. role play real quick, okay. I, I don't let's like do a, this. Let's let's do a little bit I, of. I don't like this let's, because when I uh, when I do the role play on you, you oh find yourself my. wrong. Let's do a little <laughs> bit of role play. When oh I say, my. if it were you, yes. So here we go. Okay. So I come I'm in. I'm only going along with this because I love you. I say, I say, uh, Carrie, why are you taking a shower? You need, I want you to take a shower every three days because mm-hmm. you could take a bird bath, but I want you to take a real long shower every three days to save the environment. What say you? Okay. Oh, so you agree to that? Sure. So you have no problem. Sure. Okay. You know what? Carrie is a liar. <laughs> she doesn't know how this game is played. I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do here. I'm trying to help the people here. You're on board flight 785. You know what? I, I haven't tried that. She's tried that and it didn't work it for didn't her. Work. I have not tried that. So do you know what I think that this woman should do? Do you know what I think this woman should do? But but I mean, it's like, if you think about it. Yes. But let's think about it like this. Right. So you have a cup on Monday. You use you have that. A what? You have a, you have a cup. A, a cup. Like a cup of water on Monday, okay. right? Yes. Monday morning, you use it and you, you drink your coffee with it. Right. Then you rinse it. Okay. And then you drink your orange juice with it. Okay. And then you rinse it. Yes. And then you go to drink water for lunch or dinner, right? I'm following. Yes. Is, is that cup really going to be clean when you just bird bath it by a quick rinse or does it need to be washed in the dishwasher or with soap? Right, right. <laughs> why, why are you dinging so what, on me? So that's just the, my engineer, my engineer Jackson. He doesn't sound. So right. what I'm saying yes. is, are you getting a thorough cleaning of that cup? Does it kill the bacteria and the germs when you're just rinsing it out? every 30 40 minutes right with your different drinks or do you need to give it a thorough washing for it to be right to add a different cup (laughs) i see i see (laughs) you know are you following me well i think this evening i might need you to give me a thorough washing (laughs) george sakai why do you have to i don't know why george has to make this so awkward bath i don't know why george has to make this show so awkward in the back, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. This is a PG show, please. No, we're gonna this get a, a true <laughs> bird bath. I'm gonna take the whole. Okay, okay. I'm gonna make a little. Okay, th- thank pot you. of water in the dirt. Thank you. And you can bathe in. That. Thank you. This is what I would do if it was my lady that was telling me every three days. 
that I should be. Oh, so now you're flipping this. Yes, if it was yeah. my lady, well, uh-huh. you know what would I would do? What would you do? <laughs> you guys know what this music so is. So you wouldn't even try? No. No? I'm calling. You're uncompromising. Then. I'm calling House Hunter. She's got to go. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> but See, I, I was going to try it at no, least once. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not, guys. That's not how I get down. But I Homie, definitely wouldn't be biking. Homie, don't play that. But we need to move on, Carrie. We need to get to learn something. What do you have for learn something? Okay, Talk to us. It's going to be about life hacks, okay? Oh, fantastic. Some 10 quick life hacks. All right. I like that. The first one is going to be, uh, you know how when you fly and you check your bag in and it goes through the carousel and everybody else has the same uh, black bag as you? Correct. Tie a bright bow or a piece of a bright or colorful fabric on your luggage handle. I do that every time I fly uh, first class on Spirit. Airlines, a platinum elite member. I'm a platinum elite member on Spirit okay. Airlines, but please continue. All right, number two. Instead of crossing words out on a piece of paper, write random words or letters over it so no one can read what you have written. I see. Fantastic. Try it. You might like it. I will. Absolutely. Okay, number three. Instead of keeping a bunch of business cards, just take a picture of the business card. Well, you know what, I... I take, and then you can put it in a folder. I I can't do that. That's a, that's not going to work. That's not going to work because my flip phone doesn't allow me to take photos and put uh, them in folders. Okay, okay. But please continue. Number four. I was just trying to solve a, a, a yeah, cleaning problem in this house. It's, okay, please continue. <laughs> when well, you know what? I will tell you right now. Okay. Listen, clean, it, clean up is a stat when you have a wife. <laughs> Please continue. I'll start taking pictures with his phone and saving it into a folder. It's disrespectful. All right. So back on cleanliness. When you're traveling, keep a bar of scented soap in the same compartment as your dirty laundry. I so see. if you put your dirty laundry in a dirty laundry bag, put a bar of soap in it so that your whole suitcase still smells good. I've heard about dryer sheets, too. People do that oh, with dryer that's sheets. that's a good one, too. Absolutely. All right, number five. Use a spring from an old pen to keep your charger from bending and breaking. That's a tip you need. You Absolutely. go through a lot of charger I cords. Do. I really do. All right, we can try that one. Number six, clean out an old lotion bottle or sunscreen bottle for your beach bag and then put your phone and keys in it for safekeeping at the beach. I see. Nobody's going to go steal your sunscreen, probably. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. And then on a little, uh, you know, those little white paper cups that you put ketchup in at restaurants? Right. Well, here's a tip to get more ketchup. You can unroll the rims of it. And it widens, and then you can put more, twice as much ketchup in it. But you have a better hack. I do have a better hack. What you do, guys, is how you do it. You go, say you're at, I don't know, McDonald's or Wendy's or wherever you go. And what you do is you want more ketchup. You just get a one of the lids. Of one two of, of the lids. So they don't. Two lids. You get two lids, plastic lids, whatever, right? Put a little napkin under the lid. And then you do the little pump of ketchup. You just... You fill that bad boy to the rim. And then you don't have to keep going back up or filling up a bunch of little cups of ketchup. Just get a plastic lid. That's how you do it. But please continue. Okay. Then number eight. You know how you have the strawberry stems and then you cut off most of the strawberry? Yes. Well, here's a tip. Take a straw, 
in the bottom part of the strawberry and punch it through and it punches out the the green i had no idea i had no idea then here's one for those of you that drink coffee it kills me to spread this but uh those of you that like iced coffee, take the coffee and freeze it in an ice cube tray. That way you could, and you could do it with lemonade too. That way when you pour the coffee in there and then you put the ice in there, the coffee melts and it's not making it watered down. You know what? I have a sister named Terry that does that. She takes the Charity ice cube, does that. She takes the ice cube, she puts it in there and then she pours uh, she, you know, to get ready for the day, she pours her Kahlua in there and she pours a little rubbing alcohol in there, little turpentine in well, there. You know, I in don't this know. case, she, she could on, freeze the Kahlua in the ice cube trays and then put it in She's all that high octane stuff, guys. <laughs> you know, you roll up in there, you know, she comes to visit and I say, you know, what are you drinking, Terry? You know what she says? What do you got? <laughs> she don't care, but I digress. Please continue. All right. Number 10. Uh, you know how your shower heads sometimes get that residue and that buildup and then it, it, it's only the water's only shooting out of a few holes. Right. So you can take a baggie and put a little bit of vinegar in it and then tie the baggie around the shower head overnight. And then when you take it off, it cleans it all off without having to scrub. The vinegar will, will make it dissolve. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. And that's all I have. All right. You're on board flight 785. Guys, I got one more for you. I got one more for you. And we're going to do it a little like this. So here's what happens. We're going to talk about airlines. This woman has an issue with airlines, Carrie. A woman is calling on airlines to implement a customer of size policy so that plus size travelers are protected when traveling, Carrie. Okay. Plus size people are protected while traveling. I'm interested. This involves making sure there are guidelines in place to ensure the comfort of travelers of all sizes. For plus-size travelers, this would involve giving them as many free seats as needed to travel comfortably. Oh, hell no! Yes. Plus-size influencer Jalen Cheney, based in Vancouver, Washington, wants the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Authority, in the U.S. to make flying in coach comfortable and accessible for everyone, including larger people. The travel and lifestyle creator speaks from experience as she claims she was left bruised and in pain due to immovable armrests during a flight, and also speaks of the discrimination she faces as a plus-size traveler. In her petition, petition, which has been signed for more than, by more than 4,900 people so far, she wrote, as a plus-size traveler, mm-hmm. travelers, her and her partner, and I have unfortunately experienced discrimination and discomfort while flying. During a flight to Denver, my fiancé was subjected to hateful comments, disapproving looks, and even refusal to sit next to them, amounting to discrimination. Similarly, on another flight, I was forced to occupy only one seat with immovable armrests that caused me pain and bruises. She added that the mistreatment of plus-size passengers is unacceptable and highlighted the need for better policies that protect the dignity and rights of all passengers. As part of her plea, she is asking for all airlines to implement a clear customer-of-size policy that prioritizes the comfort and well-being of all passengers. 
That's not, uh, that's a, that's, that sounds reasonable. This includes providing larger seats and bathrooms, seatbelt extenders, and an alternative seating arrangements, wheelchair access, and priority boarding if needed. She also wants airlines to have to refund passengers for any extra seats that they have to purchase during the booking process to accommodate their size. What say you, Carrie? What say you? I don't know about the the refunding, but I do agree with the armrest. They need to be uh, able to be, move up and down. So you know why? Yes, because they're uncomfortable. And if I'm sitting next to you on a flight, I don't want my elbow into or on the armrest i want to be able to put my head on your shoulder and go to sleep i understand i understand so i feel like the armrest should be movable but plus if you have a small child it makes it easier to take care of the child if the armrest isn't on there but making these changes will make ticket prices rise now this is the issue guys this is the issue this woman is plus size and she has an issue with you know, these chairs not being, you know, accommodating to her. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that you can accommodate everyone. And the reason being is because... But we should try to make everyone feel comfortable. That's true. That's true. Because they are paying money for their flight. They are. They are. And it it does factor in the person next to you, too. Trust me, I know. I know firsthand. Because I was flying... On a first class flight on Spirit Airlines not too long ago. And I'm in 23A. Uh And this woman next to me is in 23B. And the hostess came by and asked, you know, would I like the stewardess? I digress. The stewardess came by and was like, hey, would you like flight attendant? Okay, whatever. (laughs) The sexy stews. (laughs) And so, as Austin Power says, bring on the sexy stews. But I digress. She asked me if I would like a bag of peanuts. And I told her, no, I would like two bags of peanuts. And as I was eating, and the rude woman next to me in 23B, you know what she said as I was consuming my peanuts? Go, fat boy! Go, fat boy! It was rude. It was absolutely rude because I asked for two bags of peanuts. Okay. And so then, let me finish. So then, midway through the the flight, they come through again. Did she say me, she was allergic to them? No, they asked me if I would like a sandwich. And I would say I wanted a sandwich for me and an additional sandwich for later on the road. And do you know what the lady turned? She looked at me and you know what she said? Go, fat boy! Go, fat boy! It was disrespectful to me, okay? It was disrespectful to me and so I didn't like it. you need people to shut their mouths on flights now, What I need people too? to do is buy their business, Okay? Okay? <laughs> I am, I'm husky, okay? I'm a husky person. Okay, I'm husky. I, I don't have an where issue. Where are you going with I this? I don't have an issue with the seats. I have an issue with rude people. That's what I have. I don't. She and wasn't even talking about rude my people. My rant is over. Okay, but you know what? We're gonna move on. Catch me outside. How about that? That's a we, whole nother issue. We need to get to. We need to get to. Abby is not right. My favorite I think he portion. Needs to go to counseling. You know what? Diplomatic immunity. Okay, <laughs> diplomatic immunity. I said what I said. But I digress. We need to get to Abby is not right. My favorite portion of the show where we see if the advice giver is or is not right. So, Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. Dearest Abigail, 
I'm in a relationship with a beautiful, smart, funny woman. Oh, very good. Very good. So far, things are looking up, right, Carrie? So sure. far, things are looking up. Mm-hmm. She has made me want to become a better person. She's the love of my life, and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. But she has a problem. And you know what that problem is? She steals from storage units, taking other people's personal belongings, memorabilia, and valuables that they worked hard for and saved for for many years. Oh, hell no. Yes. Yes, Gary. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. (laughs) You know what? She is a lovely woman. All okay. right. What is the question? She's beautiful. She's smart. She's I heard. Funny. I she heard all that. from storage units. Yes. The gentleman says, I you cannot. You had me. It steals from storage units. The woman says, I cannot stand a thief. It makes me furious when she does this. I have threatened to call the police, tell her family, or leave her to try to get her to stop. It's caused so many problems between us. I'm at the end of my rope. I don't want to lose her, but I can't watch it anymore. What should I do? do this is terrible i am shaking he definitely okay. needs to go to counseling because am, he's p- choosing beauty over uh morality i am so upset i am shaking after what, what are you upset story. about okay because this 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 story is shaking me to my core okay he's found a beautiful woman smart <laughs> funny we've heard that that happens to be a thief that goes in and steals out of storage units so now it's all okay i'm trying to figure what should he do <laughs> so this is what abby says is this beautiful smart funny woman stealing for profit or because it's an impulse she can't resist if it's the latter she needs professional help if it's the former, then realize that if the authorities get wind of it and you two live together, you would both be accused of possession of stolen property, which is a crime. The best thing you could do for the both of you would be to insist she get professional help before moving to further this relationship. So what do you think, Carrie, if someone writes into you and says, hey, this is the problem with my girlfriend? Break up with her immediately and turn her butt in. Oh, listen, listen, <laughs> we don't condone snitching around here, Carrie. I don't condone snitching. Snitch, what the, snitch, what the, snitch. One thing I don't do on Flight 785 is I do not condone snitching, Carrie. That's not what we're going to do here. You're on board Flight 785. Or he could set up a sting, have a fake cop. Here we go. <laughs> here, we, here we go, guys. And teach her a lesson. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You're going to set up a sting with a fake cop yes. in order to teach her a lesson. You follow her, then you give a friend an address. They okay. can have a fake cop uh, a uniform on and arrest her and see what she says. If she says she's sorry, if she feels remorse, then tell her that if she does it again, you're calling the real cops. And if she needs mental help, then he'll get her mental help. I see. I see. Have you ever had... I don't I don't like when you push that dinging button. It's like you're turning me on and off. What, what? is up with you? It's like I'm what? Oh, my. I can't. Listen, this is a family show. I don't know where her mind is today, guys. I really do not know where her mind is today. I... I don't understand it. Okay, George Takai, George Takai, George Takai, I need you to get out of the studio. Okay, I don't know why he always shows up. Listen, Gary, this is a family show, but I digress. We are running out of time. We are, you know what? We're out of time. I'm shutting this. We're going to have right a now. serious discussion. Oh, my. <laughs> Gary, do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts here on Flight 785? 
Turn her in. Turn Break her, her in. loose. Be, yes. That's Stitch. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Guys, you know what? That's it. We're going to see you guys in two weeks. We love y'all. Blue skies and a tailwind. We'll see you in two weeks. Stay safe. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.